Hey, work is never over. What about what about for you, Hot Stuff? Is work ever or never over for you? I don't know that it has ever started. It's not going to make any sense to somebody who didn't uh, hear the song playing. i got to stop talking about the songs that we play on the broadcast version of you the should show. Just, you should just end every song by singing it yourself for oh, five yeah. seconds. Yeah. And Start every show by singing the end of the song. Yes. Okay. Because that, that that's not copyright infringement. It's a different kind of copyright infringement. Uh, is it? Is it yeah. against the law to sing to yourself? It's not against the law to sing to yourself. It is against the law to broadcast that performance. Well, so what you're saying is if you, like me, have a webcam set up in your shower constantly broadcasting to your subscribers. Also, uh-huh. I've, uh, I, I recently got a degree in lamp punching. Nice. And I decided I would put those skills to use just now. By As punching. anyone who's watching your webcam. Punching this lamp. Because you also broadcast from the shower. I got it from LPU. <clears throat> Actually, the University of Advancing Lamp Technology. Little paper umbrella. Yeah. Uh, voices way quiet. <clears throat> Seriously. Says, yeah, on the broadcast. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm maxing it out on this. I do not fucking understand pro audio. I just don't get it. Pro I don't, audio? Uh, what I don't what understand... What is pro audio? Just professional audio. Oh, I see. I thought it was a specific I, application or something. There is, there, is, there is something that people who work with audio equipment understand that I don't understand that makes it so they always know where all the knobs go when you have like six different places that you can turn volume all the way down or all the way up. Yeah, I mean, I think part of the problem is that we've got these like... We've got a really kind of janky setup because because we're going through a laptop, you know. That's I think that it, the laptop is the weak point of this whole system. If we could, I mean, the broad I think the broadcast software is the weak point, and the system, I don't the broadcast know. software is doing all kinds of shit. That's where half of the volume controls are. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, that's part of the problem. I just don't know. I don't know either, man. We ought to get a d- dat dats a dat tape dat. We ought to run tell that. We ought to we ought to go uh, rent a, a VHS tape of Martin Lawrence's run tell that. Yes. So we've been uh, we've been busily drinking beer and yeah. writing, writing down things about it. Yeah, it's not very interesting. You don't think so? No, it's it's fine. It's kind of it's actually pretty funny. I think. It. I feel like it's making me into a douche. I go and I drink a beer, and instead of just enjoying a beer at a bar with my buddies, I'm taking a picture of it and pulling out my phone to write down notes about it like a douche. Well, because people, you know, people looking at me don't think, oh, there's a guy writing some, you know, writing some amusing quips about a beer. They think there's a guy who's getting a text from his bros. Getting a text from some, oh, because they just see you with your phone. But I mean, yeah. you were, you never had a self-consciousness about like looking up a fact on your phone at a fine dining establishment. I guess that's true. Just I pretend will. you're looking up a fact. I'll be at a fancy restaurant oh. and not want to ask anybody what a thing on the menu is, so I will look it up. I would rather look like a douche than ask for help. Although I guess uh, it's not fair that I then, when I'm taking a picture of my beer, I make you hold your phone out like a light, a sideways light source. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, in a lot of places, I won't use the flash because I don't want to be the jack face. Uh, I'm sorry, the Nicolas Cage face-off. Uh, who takes a flash picture in a fancy restaurant? Yeah, I think that's probably a good good choice there. Um, we could explain more of what we're doing we're here. We're doing a hundred beers. Yeah, and so over the month of January, uh, Jick has decided that he doesn't like my liver, 
or my... Hot Stuff decided that he wanted to... Okay, so A, Hot Stuff is going to end up looking like a sumo wrestler at the end of January, yeah, if you I, believe I f- him. I feel Because gigantic. he is worried. He is worried about... The re- <clears throat> I said, you know what? I want to try to drink 100 beers. And uh, what I wanted to do was go to 100 bars. Yeah. Um, Which is impractical. Yeah, I don't think it's impractical. I think it is super impractical. I don't think it's impractical. I think it is triple impractical. I, I think it is only... I think it is at like 0.6 impractical. Because um, as it is, we've gone to four or five bars total. I mean, do you count restaurants as bars if they have bars inside them? I, that's a good question. I it's, mean, I think so. Yeah, I think you do. The, having, to, having to average over three bars a day in January would be, would be a lot of work. I don't think that's true. Three different bars a Listen, day. Listen, this is better than the project that I proposed where we have a drink at every bar in Manhattan in one week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we had a year, you didn't put a time limit I on that I did put one. a year. I said a year. I don't think you could do it in a year. I think, I think that there are probably 1,500 bars in Manhattan. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, but yeah, so 100 beers. Hot Stuff wanted to do 50. And then I pointed out that the, the purpose of a project is to be something different than what you normally do. And I, 50 beers in a month is more than I drink. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yeah. It's fewer beers than I watch you drink. That's not even and close I, to but, true. And I have a webcam on you all of the time you're in the house. <laughs> because I'm always in the shower. There are times when you're not there. Do, do you like to drink a beer in the shower? I've never done so. Yeah, I like to drink a beer in the shower. It's refreshing. Have a nice hot shower and a nice cold beer. Huh. I, could, I mean, I can see that, the argument for that. Yeah. Like, if you're getting ready for a night out on the town, you want to you wanna save yourself some money by having a beer or two at home, and you want to save yourself some time by doing it in the shower. Also, you're, if you're you wanna, all about efficiencies. Yeah, if you have to poop, you can poop in the shower, too. Save some time that way. Ah, wow. Um, you better hope that there's nothing... You can brush your teeth in the shower while you're pooping. You can brush your teeth, poop, shower, and drink a beer at the same time. <laughs> but you have to use the kind of toothpaste that doesn't make your beer taste like orange juice. <laughs> right. Um, uh, that's all, that is complicated, man. Yeah. Oh, and t- I tie a necktie. Because <laughs> I know how you like to put on a necktie before you go out for the evening. Do you ever put on a necktie? Uh, yeah, Except at weddings and funerals? I have worn and some ties. Those things that you go to where two corpses get married? Debate, debate tournaments. Ooh, we totally are prepared for Lincoln Douglas debate now. We got a we got a rolling uh we got a rolling filing cabinet cart thing <clears throat> to use to buy groceries like an old lady. Although ours is cooler looking than the old lady's stuff. I guess we look like we're headed somewhere on business. Yeah. We've got a we've got a bunch of prospectuses. We might to show be someone. yeah, we might be realtors. Yeah. Or uh, I think you mean realtors. We might be on our way to somewhere from the library. Wait, is a what do you mean? Realtor. Realtor is a way that a lot of people will mispronounce realtor. Oh. I thought you were correcting me. I was, but I was doing it ironically. I see. Like, if somebody says, regardless, I always correct them to irregardless, because that's funny. Nuclear? Yeah. Okay. I I anti-correct them. I see. I didn't get it at first. Yeah. Which is obvious by my lack of understanding, I think. Um... So yeah, first uh, first of these here broadcasts from the San Francisco, the asymmetric satellite offices in the Mission, Mission District of fabulous San Francisco. Sunny San Francisco. Yeah, the weather been has been, it's been supposed to be rainy, but it has been goddamn beautiful. Super pretty. Yeah. The weather is beautiful and so am I. Sure. It's just the truth. 
This humid sea air does wonders for my complexion. You think? Makes my hair wavy. Dude, I don't know. I haven't even... This house doesn't even have any mirrors. There's one in the bathroom right by the webcam. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but that's just to, to reflect light. I want indirect lighting on the shower. Uh, because the webcam does less business in the, in, in the glare of day. The harsh light you know, of we used day. To, we used to just have a bare incandescent bulb hanging in the shower. But that... <laughs> That proved to be a bad idea for a number, <laughs> for a number of reasons. Of reasons yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you, you you start to slip, you just reach out to oh, grab the nearest Jesus. thing. And yeah. then you realize that somebody's forgotten to put a bulb in the socket, so you just reach out while you're in the shower, stick your thumb in the socket. Have you ever dealt with... Uh, people, what people kept doing was they kept installing those light bulbs that also had power outlets in them and just letting a radio hang from the cord in the middle of the shower. <laughs> um when I was doing more theater, uh, there was a lighting director that I worked with who a lightning director. Did a you lighting did you director work on a theater troupe with lighting? Four? Uh, who if you if you called Aztec if you called those bulbs if you called you know the the things you put into lights bulbs he said bulbs are what you plant in the ground. Uh, I was like okay because they're they're lamps <clears throat> in the technical lingo. I see. Um, and. You have to be really careful with the, with the theater lights. You have to be really, they get so hot that if you touch them with bare fingers, right, the oil will cause like the heat, the the temperature differential between and they will parts just of it to burst. shatter. Yeah. yeah. When I worked at the movie theater, we oh yeah, because you have a projector. Equally lamp. careful with the xenon lamps. We also had to um, uh, there was like this whole destruction process that you'd go through with the burned out ones. For whatever reason, we had to like wrap them up in a box, completely surround them with like tape. Uh -huh. And then stomp on them so that they would, because otherwise they could like they could implode in ways that could like you know endanger the lives of the garbage men, or end end the universe as we know it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they would implode with such force that it would create a miniature black hole. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, you know that's what the, how they make donuts, right? Mm -hmm. Imploding xenon bulbs in a dumpster, full of dough. Yeah. Yeah. And and then it just there's then an explosion. You, you yeah, you carve out sort of round shapes from all the things that come out, but they've all got holes in the middle there's where this tiny black hole is. A sphere of icing just at the event horizon. Yeah. So it coats them evenly. You can never see the icing falling all the way in though. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we've been. Uh, what have we been? We've been drinking beer and writing it down. Uh, we've been working a little bit. Trying yeah, to get in the very, swing of things. You were bit. you were kind of sick, and I'm still a little sick. I was just I'm kind of recovering from that illness. Uh, <clears throat> we've got like we've got radio bugbear questions, but not as many radio uh, bugbear as you might have thought. Huh? What's up? Fineldar is talking about, I don't want to start up that argument about narrator and whether you need a meanwhile or such before you switch scenes in a movie, but I wanted to know what Hot Stuff thought of Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Uh, it sets up a narrator in the beginning. I think the play version has the narrator on stage the whole time, but it's a first-person narrator. And yes, I understand Scully and I are probably the only ones gay enough to know anything about Hedwig I've, and the Angry Inch. I've watched it a couple times. Yeah, um, of course you have. But wait, I guess I'm confused. Just like He is the narrator. He's like telling the story. Yeah, that was my impression. I don't... Is that that doesn't... Is, is there ever anything that happens that he's not there? Maybe. I don't remember. Because like, you would say that if so, then that's bad, right? It would It would be potentially jarring, 
it depends. Like, it, like you can definitely you definitely tell stories where you're seeing multiple characters doing stuff, right? Like, it's just jarring if. It's jarring if it's supposed to be limited knowledge. Like, if if the player is playing a character, I feel like it's jarring if you're seeing scenes that your character would have no way of no way of having seen or knowing about, right? Because because you're not watching a movie and being sort of informed as an audience member. Okay. You are you're supposed to be partaking so of I'm this not, in a world. I'm not trying to be <clears throat> a smartass. Yeah. Here, I promise that I I'm know. not trying to be a smartass. But let's say. That your character walks into a room on screen, mm-hmm. and there's a painting on the wall, but there's a potted plant in between where your character is and the, and painting. the painting. Okay. Does it bother you that you... Because you can see it from a different perspective. Yeah, as a viewer, who are looking at, like, say, at the room from above, can see that painting. No, I mean, that's not... Because that's not really what it's about, right? Like, it's... If if you could see the whole layout of the entire house and see all the other people moving in it when your character was somewhere else, that would be disconcerting to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... Because you, you theoretically could be seeing that painting as you move through the room and you'll figure out what it is, right? Like, it's not... That does not yeah. that does not bother me. Like, it's yeah, it's clearly something, an issue that I have, but... You know, I think point of view is something that could be, if it is maintained, it's really potentially powerful as a as a narrative tool. You do know? you think it's powerful as a narrative tool, or do you think that it just prevents certain people who are sensitive to it, in the way that you are, from disliking? I think it will take problem. you. I think it will take you out of the story if <clears throat> you break that convention. But who is the you in that sentence? I mean, yeah, will, a, limit, a limited number of people take, who care about that will no, be taken I, out of the story. I think people I, but, are but unconsciously guess, taken out of it without knowing what... Like, they're like, this story isn't as very good, and I don't know why. Okay. I, think is, is, I think the thing that people will say who don't understand what's going on. It's really, like, it's really jarring to me when a movie has been playing for an hour, and it's been everything has been from the point of view of the main character, and then all of a sudden you see a scene that's from like a, some secondary character and like out of nowhere it's like all of a sudden now <clears throat> you're getting some like extraneous information or knowledge or whatever and it like it just is like what the fuck and i don't know why directors do that and like why they think that that's okay you know huh the uh i don't know what uh, scully did the internet wasn't quite ready to go on the last monday show and so we didn't, I didn't do it, but Scully did it with vaginal blood fart. I don't know if he got to any of these questions or not. Huh. Uh, we can look at the forum questions. Uh, Casey Wiederman, who uh, was the DJ before us, I gotta listen to that at some point. I gotta listen to his show, see mm-hmm. what that's all about. Uh, asked if I've heard of Epic Dungeon. Says it's an indie Xbox Live Arcade game, a real-time dungeon crawl. It's awesome, and it costs 80 points. You know, one of the things that I dislike about Xbox Live Arcade is I don't have any fucking idea how much 80 points the is. The disassociation of yeah. points from money. Like, do you think that it causes you to actually spend more? I think it causes you to spend less, because it drives you crazy. You wish that they would just have prices on there. Yeah, I don't know that it actually makes me spend less. I mean, it... So I feel like there's there's two distinct states that my Xbox Live account can be in. Eyes. A-Y-E-S. Ah. 
Wow, that was out of nowhere. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Hot Stuff just solved the NPR weekend puzzle. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <coughs> is that the most recent one? Yeah. So huh. we won't know if that's correct until Sunday. But, I think but it definitely is. That's, I mean, that, that is a correct answer. Yeah, send, yeah. send it in, buddy. It's too late. Uh, anyway. Sorry. Uh, so my Xbox Live account is in one of two states. Uh, one, it has enough points in it to buy the thing that I want. Uh, or two, it doesn't have enough points to buy the thing that I want, and so I try, spend to, try to remember how to a fucking hour yeah, putting giving them another fifty dollars, yeah. which always involves like four or five trips between upstairs on my computer and the Xbox, and you know, password resets <sighs> and digging out credit cards and spending a bunch of time using their bullshit controller interface to type in credit card numbers you know, again. The iTunes Store. It's just, they just have my credit card information, yeah. and I just buy stuff from them all the time. Yeah, I. the thing is, I you feel know. like if I, the iTunes store allows me to use a shitty, unsecure password, right, that, it, that I type a bunch, I mean, you know, I like, I would say that I buy something once a week, or once every two weeks, yeah. from the app store, or update something, and have to put in my put in my password, so I just remember it, and it's like a shitty password that I use for a bunch of stuff, so, anybody who, uh, anybody no, who knows runs you a well. service, yeah, anybody who runs a service that I have an account on, mm, try it, maybe it'll work, maybe you can buy a bunch of shit for me on iTunes, uh, yeah, I mean, I've never had to go through a password reset process with them, but I'm sure it would be horrible. It's this problem where anytime I try to do anything with a video game console, it just doesn't fucking work. So check this out. You should uh, you should start tattooing your passwords on the inside of your forearm. Oh yeah, I uh, so yeah. Especially so you have to because peel back the mostly skin my to, mostly to my passwords are like uh, sort of blue serial numbers. Yeah, I think that might be in kind of poor taste. Eh. Uh, it's funny. Uh, I I use a lot of services where you have to pick a color for your password. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, it is. Um, so here's here's a story. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump around a little bit here. Okay. So I tried to play a console game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Three. What weeks kind ago. of console? Uh, on the Wii. I, I, okay. I had bought several weeks earlier Kirby's Epic Yarn, uh, but it was so frustrating trying to play Epic Mickey that <laughs> I didn't end up. I just got angry. Okay. Uh, at, you put you got Epic Mickey for the Wii. I got angry at video games. Okay. And was it because you were trying to? Control the game through Tony Hawk's uh, skateboard. Yeah, I was using the ride. I was using a well, a combination of things. I was using uh, the Tony Hawk ride controller. Yeah. And the drums from the Xbox uh, 360 Rock Band 2. I see. Um, Because I wanted it to be challenging. Yeah. No, that like so none of the basically none of the buttons did anything, and it was. Although actually, I can imagine that playing Epic Mickey would not be. Moving around and operating the camera in Epic Mickey could not be any worse uh, if you were trying to do it using a from skate, drums. skateboard <laughs> yeah, or, or a set of drums. Uh, anyway, playing Epic Mickey just made me angry at video games. That's why I, I, I walked away. I walked away from my Wii. Yep. Uh, so one thing I had going for me was not enough time had passed in between the last time I tried to use the Wii and this time. Oh, for the charges, the, the, the batteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Because uh, I just put regular batteries in one of them because the charger just... I don't have any fucking idea what the fuck is wrong with that piece of shit. <laughs> okay. But just nothing ever works. <laughs> so I didn't have to resync the controllers, which yeah. is one step that I didn't have to go through. I did not have to... Uh, I, I did have to wait, you know, maybe 15 minutes for some software updates. Uh, yeah. The thing about... Uh, the, once I actually... I was like, all right, I'm going to play this Kirby's Epic Yarn game. So I started it, 
and the game consistently freezes in the middle of the opening cutscene. As it like crashing? Yes, it just freezes. It, the video freezes. The audio continues for about ten seconds. What? And then the, the thing hell? just hangs up, and I have to like physically power cycle the Wii. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You were designing a game for a very specific platform. Yeah. How can it do that? Like, how Dude, does that make any sense? I have no idea. I have no. It's because I touched it. Because I touched it, it did not work. Did you ever get it to play through the? No, I could skip the opening cutscene and then I could play the game just fine. And the other cutscenes worked okay. You sure this isn't some sort of weird like it's yeah, it's just avant-garde yeah, uh, yeah. like it's, opening cutscene where you it makes you think that the world has come to an end or stopped or time is frozen? Like maybe that's maybe that's imp- the way it's supposed to be. It's weird. I, my mom was there while I was playing it, yeah. and so I was like, "Well, you know, maybe maybe this is just messed up because it doesn't want my it doesn't want to embarrass me in front of my mom." Because it's all about cocks and balls. Yeah, uh, it's uh, made of yarn. Yeah. Yeah. It's a game. It's a game mostly for children. Yeah. Uh, You're letting, knitting little ball sacks. So anyway, uh, Xbox Live Arcade, the points thing. Yes. Uh, wow. I feel like maybe there are games that I've bought that cost 1,200 points. I don't know if that's a thing, maybe. But when... 80 so, points seems like it's a small number because I know it's like a, at least a multiple of 10, right? When there is a game that I want on Xbox Live Arcade. Yes. Like... There is almost never, like, I feel like on Xbox Live Arcade, there is almost never a game that costs more than $15. Well, here's, here's the and thing. And there is never a game that I won't pay $15 for if I want to play it. I, right? So well, I kind of don't care. What how I don't much it understand costs. is if, if you're going to do the points thing, it seems like that should be in service of, like, offering you discounts for buying a bunch of points at once. They do. They don't, as what, from what I understand. I thought they did. I, well, maybe I'm wrong. Okay. I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely speaking out of my butt here because I don't. I've never done any of this personally, but I I thought <clears throat> I had heard a story about people being like, yeah, you know, a hundred points is ten dollars and five hundred points is fifty dollars, and there's just no break. Uh-huh. Maybe but that maybe that is true with Microsoft. I know, and you know, with with like say Turbin, I know uh, for Dungeons, for Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons Online okay. and presumably Lord of the Rings Online too. I yeah, because th- I think they use the same currency. They will definitely. One of the guys uh, there's this guy Green Armadillo who is a KOL player who has a blog called Player versus Developer where it's it's mostly I think it's it's at least supposed to be just sort of ruminations on reward structures in MMOs. Okay. And uh, something that he wrote about was there was some kind of special that he's wondering if it didn't sort of have the opposite effect on him that it was supposed to. There was some sort of special on turban points because they do just change the prices on stuff all the time. They'll huh. have sales where like today you get twice as many points as you normally would for ten dollars. Whatever and they do that a lot and like his belief, you know, I think his assertion was that like they've just conditioned him to only ever buy them when they're on sale. Yeah. Right? Because he knows that they will consistently go on sale. I mean, you know, this is not not the same realm exactly, but like you know, Columbia House, like the DVD club, like I I feel like you can get some decent deals if you wait for the right sales, and so they they have conditioned me to only ever buy DVDs maybe once or twice a year when they have like their biggest sales, and they had a couple last year, 2009, well sorry, two years ago I guess, um, that were really really deep discounts that I'd never seen before, and so I bought some DVDs then, and they have never gone that low. They've not since then gone that low. For me, at least. I mean, I feel like it's the kind of thing where there's gonna be a there's gonna be a tragedy or a commons thing with anything that's a particularly good deal, right? Maybe. Because I mean, I, don't, I think they're making they're not. 
I think they are making money regardless. I don't think they are going to or irregardless. Um, but if any, like if anybody ever makes it easy to get uh, rebates, manufacturers' rebates, yeah. they will just stop being offered. Because if it was easy, so many people would do it that it would no longer make any financial sense for the company to offer them. Well, there's like all these. They can't afford for everyone to do it. They can't even afford for a majority of people to there's do it. Right? Discounting codes that. But not everybody, not everybody is sophisticated enough to use them. And if they were, they would stop. They would stop happening. Would I mean, they, that, would know, they like though, your, or are their profit margins so high that they can offer a discount code to make you feel like you're getting a deal? That they, and they assume that everybody's going to use it. I don't know that any retailer's profit margins are all that high. Uh, online retailers, like yeah, I don't know, man. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know if 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 I believe that, right? Like there are certainly arenas in which places have really high profit margins. I mean, I feel like Starbucks probably has really high profit margins because coffee is really. You know, coffee and milk are cheap, and water is basically well, free, right? Yeah. I mean, so so charging six bucks for a coffee drink, you're probably you know charging six bucks for fifteen cents worth of materials. You know, you I have mean, to pay the labor laborers something yeah, to but, make the coffee. Sure. But I mean, like the you know, I know the movie theater had like nine when I worked at the movie theater and looked at the P and L statements. They had like nine hundred percent margins on popcorn, and I think higher margins than that on soda. I mean, it was like. You know, fifteen cents for a soda that they were charging, four fifty four. I told you about the theater that I, I like to frequent in Denver, where <clears throat> they charge three dollars more than the average theater for a ticket, but then they have unlimited popcorn and soda inside, hmm. which I think is a pretty good deal. Yeah, I think based on what I <clears throat> what I know about the way that my theater chain operated, that would not have, like, without the money that they made from concession. They also had a full bar. Oh, okay. Sure. So I mean, you make, I mean, they'll make some money yeah, off I feel of like alcohol. Like, yeah, oh, that's certainly a place where there's a huge markups. But I, I just don't know. You know, if you buy a book for fifteen bucks on Amazon, I don't know how much. Well, the thing that I, I think that's clever. Paid for that book. Right? I think the thing that's clever. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question I, about the, uh, the movie theater is that by having a ticket price that's higher, I think they discourage kids from going there at all. Because I think kids, if they want to see a movie in the theater, are going to go to a cheap... To the place that has the cheapest. Theater. And they're just not going to buy... I mean, every theater is free if you're the kind of kid who will sneak in... That's the, true. Sneak in the side door of the theater. Um, uh, anyway, I would like to check out this epic dungeon game <laughs> that we were talking about. The, the, the points thing, though. How did we get onto... Because it's 80 points. That's all. Yeah. That was the comment. Right. But, I mean, how did we... We got onto this because of the talk of profit margins when there are opportunities to get things cheaper. Right. How and, and, I talked about, and I was talking about how I... Yeah, I didn't but feel they like could, right? They yeah, reserve or, the right to you, in the future. And they, yeah. they will give you X or number of points Or give you promotional points, points and stuff yeah, like which that. they do. I they mean, do, you get, okay. you get points when you buy an Xbox, I think. Oh, I didn't You get points that. when you sign up. And I can imagine them wanting... You know, it's, it's easier for them to say... A thousand points than ten. It might even be a legal issue in that regard, because if they say if you have ten dollars worth of credit, that probably can never expire, but points probably could or something. Oh, I don't know. You know, I, who knows? I think once there's once you've if once you you've established that things are a cash equivalent, but you if can't you can't cash out, back out, yeah, maybe, I think yes. that because that's right. like that's an important that is an important distinction. Like like I, I know I was a little concerned when we put the MMG in the game. Like, is this online gambling? Are we going to be? Th- <coughs> but because you can't cash back out of KOL. <clears throat> we're fine. Yeah. Uh, but if we, if you could, then you'd be under all kinds of different regulations. Anyway, I still haven't fixed my Xbox. Is it the doing the circle of death kind it's of stuff? Something. It's something equivalent to that. Yeah. It's it's a different 
code than the, like... Yeah, but I'm just going to pretend it's whichever one they fix for free, and <laughs> I think they'll fix it for free. <laughs> it's weird. I can't imagine them... You know, so, like, Apple, if your Apple product breaks, yeah. they charge you, what, like, 100 or 300 bucks to fix it, no matter if what's wrong? outside of warranty, maybe. It depends. I mean, they won't replace your... If you, like, drop your screen and break it, they won't replace it for 300 bucks, but... Like if you if you wrench the screen off of your laptop, drop it and break it. Yes. They won't replace it. No. I mean they'll pay, replace it for like a thousand dollars. Okay. Um, I've had very good luck with out I mean, of warranty Apple products. Them replacing hundreds of dollars worth of materials and it costing like I feel like bucks if, each time. If it's a known issue with something. Not even a known issue. Sometimes. Just something that was broken. Like huh. I got like basically the entire interior of my one of my old laptops replaced for. 300 bucks twice because they there was a, some some a secondary problem that they didn't find the first time or whatever and they don't charge for labor or whatever I, it, it, I, I don't know I, I've had pretty good experiences I think you could also probably feel screwed when they replace a $10, $10 part for 300 bucks or whatever so you know your mileage may vary yeah I'm curious if they charge me for fixing the Xbox how much could they charge me you know given that a new Xbox is what like 200 bucks right you know I mean, like, how much could they charge me that it would be worth it right. for them to charge me, but it wouldn't, like, almost be worth it for me if to just buy a new Xbox? you bought a new Xbox, would you, all the games that you had on XBLA you still have? Like, aren't those stored yeah, locally Yeah, I mean, stuff? I'd keep the, you can pull the hard drive out. The hard drive is really easily removable, oh, right? Okay. When you send your Xbox in to get fixed, you yank the hard drive out I of didn't it, realize that. And, then you, and then you pop it back in. Okay. Uh, anyway... Stupak asks if we're in San Francisco yet, because he's eagerly awaiting our do-a-bunch-of-things-Stupak-doesn't-enjoy-but-Jick-does mandate. I've, you know, I say a lot of things on these shows, and I drink a lot before these shows, so yeah. if I promised you a mandate where we do a bunch of things you don't enjoy, but I do, like, uh, I don't know, maybe you don't like, maybe we'll smoke some cigars. Stupak, what else do, what else do I like to do that Stupak probably doesn't? Look at girls' boobs. We'll go to a cigar lounge, strip club, whiskey dispensary. Do you think we can get, like, visitor uh, marijuana cards? I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, it's like, do you, you have, know, have like some sort work, of like sort a condition that only, only manifests when you're in San Francisco? Yeah, it's, it's uh, California anxiety. It's well documented. Uh, Billy Bob Fred wrote, so I was on the wiki looking at items by number, and I noticed there's no item number 1337. Is this because you haven't created an <laughs> item that you consider elite enough for that number, or is there some other reason? There's just a, we put a placeholder there for that item ID, and... It's, isn't that the, oh yeah, that's different than the, the one that showed up on the leaderboard the other day. The, the was collections. There a pie monkey? Item? There was, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Does anybody actually own that item? Um... I think Riff might have gotten one accidentally or something at some point. Huh. There was some, yeah, there was some dev bug. Interesting. <clears throat> Derby the Kirby says, Crimbo was great. The uh, covert Crimbo buddy algorithm worked perfectly for me, and the new items are awesome. Thanks, guys. Two questions. Any thoughts on making 100% uh, familiar runs give a special reward? They seem like an interesting way to ascend, and an additional carrot might make more people, myself included, excited about doing some. An idea I heard and liked involved 100% runs giving some bonus in the arena. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah. You know what would be cool is a uh, second more optimal piece of gear. In the arena for each familiar? Well, not in the arena. 
I, you know, does anybody use the arena? A little bit. I don't think it's used. It, you know, it used to be part of every run, and now I think that that is just gone. You know, what could we do? I mean, I, I don't think it would ever be worth even a turn to get the gear for a familiar. Oh, it might be worth a turn to get the gear. Do you think? It depends on it depends on the gear, yeah. Five pounds of volleyball is probably worth a turn, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, probably not if you have a Bandersnatch, because... It gets its gear for free. Well, and you, right. Well, I mean, right. there's there's definitely I mean, the, yeah. the and the what the um, no the Bandersnatch doesn't get its gear for free. The uh, Rogue program, right? No, no, no. The, the bug the bug bugbear gets its gear for free. Oh, okay. The Bandersnatch you have to pull, and it's it just is three different gear. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I thought there was a volleyball that got plus five pounds gear for free. Is that not the Rogue program? The stocking mimic gets its gear for free. Yes. Right. Which why did we do that? We did that so that. It does because it's weird, regardless, because it doesn't gain weight normally. Oh right, we did that because we didn't. It doesn't do anything in the arena. You can't <coughs> use it in the arena. Right. <clears throat> you know, so one an idea like the alternate the alternate piece of gear is an idea that is is in, you know, we think sometimes well we shouldn't do things that require a bunch of extra work every time we want to add some content yeah. to the game, but. There is, like, never a time when we're held up waiting for the gear for a familiar, right? Yeah, not usually. That said, having to, come more up with more complicated. having to come up with two different pieces of gear for every familiar might make it so we it, do end up having It's pretty easy to just do five pounds and then something else, you know, if, that's, if we sort of stuck to that shtick. What's hard, though, unless the familiar is especially complicated, it is hard to... Oh, to make something that yeah, that to make something that is appreciably different and not just strictly worse or strictly better than plus five pounds of gear. Sure. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. Let's let's well, do let's do a little bit of a that weight. Okay, so here's something that's kind of interesting, right? The weight is usually on some it's on a curve that's uh, right. So. Not as always. as the weight goes up, weight becomes less. Meaningful. Not always. That's that. The only familiars that operate on curves are like the core familiars, right? Okay. Like the ones that are actually ascension relevant. Right. But so um, those those ones are. It's pretty easy to come up with something that would be optimal at either end of that curve. You know. Yeah. No, I suppose. So let's let's just like flip through familiars at random for a little while. Sure. So the uh, the mosquito just has what a plus five pounds. Well, there's also the the unreleased serried proboscis. Sure. So, I mean, we could do one that makes the mosquito do less damage but give you more of it back in hit points, for mm -hmm. instance, and that would just be different. Some sort of blood amplifier. Yeah. Uh, the leprechaun. Yeah. See, what do you do there? I mean, do you... But that's the thing. Does the gear have to work on the same principle? So it, it could just give you meat. The gear could just give you meat at the end of combat, Right. So you avoid the percentage entirely, and if it just gave you 20 meat, sometimes that's better and sometimes that's worse. Yeah. Depends on where you are. There are monsters that don't drop any meat, so in those cases it would be strictly better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, right. Sure. Yeah. Good. This is this is what I this is what we want to do. Levitating potato. Instead of adding to the chance of entangling, it could do some damage while it entangles. Sure. Or deleveling. Uh, the angry goat. It's just combat, right? It's just combat, yeah. You know, there's a handful of things that are just combat. You could, I mean, you can add elemental damage, you could... It already does some elemental damage. You could add a different element. I mean, you could do... Right. Yeah, 
they we could definitely do it, right? We could for a lot of the combat familiars, we could make uh, familiar equipment that did AOE damage, or uh, you know, familiar equipment that was plus three stats after combat. You know, the, also just putting regular. Oh yeah. Putting regular old enchantments on them is another way of, of differentiating true. it and potentially making it. Um, you know, <clears throat> do we do all that work and limit it to only people who do 100% familiar runs, right? And, oh, wow. I mean, because I, I think that's a neat carrot. Yeah, that is right. Really like neat. that is a, that. You know, or or do we? Would you would you go back and give the gear to other people who've already done them? Because that's a I, lot of work. I think so. To have think, done all. Those. I think that I, I think that I probably would if I were doing that. Or and this is what I was this is what I was thinking about. Do we make an ascension reward gear for every? familiar that you just get the one for the familiar that you used the most for that run like that would be that would be a much friendlier way to do it sure right and it would it would kind of be <clears throat> self-correcting in a lot of ways right i mean people would end up with the ones that they needed although no it wouldn't right because the, the the bullshit that people pull out for a turn or two every run in order to be strictly optimal right um Maybe. I don't think you use your he-boulder very many turns, but it's very important. Uh, you know, alternatively, just make them tradable. Like, all familiar gear is tradable now. Yeah. There's no untradable familiar gear? I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, that would be good. Be interesting. It'd be an interesting market for that. People doing 100% runs to sell the gear. Yeah, even for familiars you didn't have, if you had a comma chameleon. Right, because you could, if you you could keep feeding it the normal gear, do a run oh. that was mostly it, get the special gear, and then you've got the special gear. We can make it so if you fed the special gear to the comic chameleon, it would you're make it. Permanent. You're thinking just the the, <laughs> not permanent, but for the rest of the run or for a day or whatever, you know. Like, you could, maybe the gear, maybe the second tier familiar gear lasts five times as long in the in the chameleon. Something. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I don't think anybody would ever use that. Yeah, whatever. Um, or maybe you get it back at the end, right? Maybe they burp it up and you get it back. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So we could do it. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth the amount of work that it would be. Yeah. You know, as a reward for 100% runs, yeah, it's cool. And it's a way of incentivizing those. But then we kind of... I would feel like I'd have to make it better than the existing gear if it was a reward for doing something hard. You know, unless, like you said, you unlocked that gear as arena drops. Then it could just be better. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's all kinds of stuff we could do if we had some money. Uh, also... What about an ability that can be permed and then upgraded once per ascension in the place of perming a skill? That way those poor souls who've permed every skill have a reason to keep on ascending. Whatever it does should probably only kick in after you've freed the king, maybe a stat percent bonus. The trouble is there's, what, three people who have all the skills permed? Ten? It might be more than that. So, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Hojo Hominy Grid says, I really like the new mechanic where the item of the month foldable is only tradable in its original form. That should make the item, item much easier to locate in the mall and in my clan stash. Yeah. I would have done that with the cheese ball, except that none of the others worked that way. Well, do we want to go back and... Not really. 
fix that problem? I mean, we'd have to change them all so that they were foldable back into the original form. The original form. Um, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be you know it wouldn't be the end of the world probably to uh, to have CD Moyer make them all work like the knife. This instead of you know where they just give you the give you the list of their forms. Yeah. I mean, it's just not as big a deal when it's only five different yeah. things or yeah. whatever. Um, just tossing your phone around. Yeah. For fun. Yeah. Uh, should we expect future foldables to work the same way? And is there any chance the old foldables can be retroactively changed to work that way? Um, I don't know. You know, that's the kind of thing that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell CD Moyer that that's worth his time to do if he decides to do it. Right. Then whatever. Uh, Play Havoc says, Sometimes when I am bored, I look at where you are online and notice that you are looking at a topic on the forums. With that in mind, do you just open the topic, walk away from the computer to do other things, or does it take you a while to read it? Do you talk about said topic with others in the room? What is your forum experience like? Also, can we get Train Wang trophy? Uh, what is Train Wang? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say that it's a trophy that you get. All right. <clears throat> so this is a combination of... It's a number Wang reference. But we're gonna do like uh, like Star Wars Galaxies did with Jedi's initially. Okay. Uh, when your character is created, yes, it sets a, it picks a random number yes. between uh, five hundred and a thousand. Okay. Uh, if you jump across the tracks that many times and then ascend, you become eligible for that trophy on that turn of your next ascension. Wow. Yeah. Um, Rift described the Jedi thing to me in a way that was different than the way that you had described it, and I'm wondering which one is correct. Like, did every character at creation have three skills when maxed, which would unlock a Jedi slot in your account that you could then make a Jedi? Or... I remember, I thought there was some sort of situation where not every character even had those three skills that you could Yeah, I don't actually know. Because that, that sounds br- like rough, but not so rough that, <clears throat> you know. If you play the game to completion and you sort of max out every skill, you'll unlock a Jedi slot. But you would never do that. Why wouldn't you? In Because it's an old school game. You Like, you would not have played... EverQuest the way that you played World of Warcraft. Because in order to max out every skill, it would take a hundred thousand hours. Oh, really? right. Like, yeah, they, they, maybe not a hundred thousand hours, but like at the point where it was like just implausible to do. Huh. Like, I, 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 <clears throat> I watched this video. I watched a couple minutes of this video. There was somebody. I forget where this... I was reading some article about EverQuest, and this was just, like, a link to a YouTube video of the opening song from EverQuest. And it was like, this is going to fill a lot of people with either nostalgia or horror to uh-huh. hear these, to hear this playing. And then I followed that on YouTube to some video <coughs> of some guy saying, like, what do you... People who are saying EverQuest is hard? No, it's not. I'll show you. And then he goes through this character creation process, but it's super slow and not at all funny. And he plays a character... If if there was a video of, like, the typical play experience of EverQuest, I think a lot of people whose first MMO was WoW should watch it just to see. I've seen some, like, EverQuest raids that 
looked just terrifying. Like just like the the way that everything was rendered really badly, and like all the glitches that would happen, and just, I was just and the amazed. fact that it was just out in the world, and somebody could come in and mess things up, fuck it up for you. Yeah. Although they were usually like in such hard to get to places that I yeah. couldn't imagine somebody doing that. And like you know, shit would respawn, so you'd have to elemental plane of what's its face. There was like what the plane of fear and yeah, the plane of torment. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <coughs> About the forums I read, I read them. Have I have I been on the radio since I went to Iceland? Maybe not. How was Iceland? It was cool. God, I've I've this has been a, it's been a long time. It's been weeks. Uh, Iceland was really awesome. There were some geysers, and there were uh, there were hot springs and stuff. Uh, I went to go see the offices of CCP, where they make EVE Online, and are working on some other games and stuff. It was pretty cool. I got to see a wall full of post-it notes where they were working out some cool crafting system. Hmm. And I was like, oh, I know that methodology. Um, yeah, it was, that, was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, that wasn't the reason I went to Iceland, but it was like a side perk. Um, yeah, the four hours of daylight every day was kind of... Uh, Fascinating. I'm glad I was only there for a couple of days because I think that would have driven me crazy. Did you get a lot of sunbathing in? I did not get a lot of sunbathing in. It was it was pr- too cold to uh, sunbathe in mm. any kind of at least the way you fashion. like to. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, surrounded by ladies. Yeah. yeah. It was too cold to be surrounded by ladies. Yeah. Uh, Clyde writes, "It's 2011, and that means KOL KOLCon 11 is only nine months away." Jesus Christ. Wait. KOLCon 11? Yeah. KOLCon 2011. Oh, 2011. It'll be KOLCon 8, right? 8 and 11. Yeah. 8 is enough. Uh, I'm planning a trip across America, which will finish up in Arizona in time for drunken skating. But since I'm skint and live in the land of fucking gold coins, I need to plan as far ahead as I can to save monies. What does skint mean? Is that like skinflint minus flynn? Is it S-K-E-N-T? S-K-I-N-T. I think it just means broke or strapped for cash so basically how soon can i start pestering you guys for dates for con um i think we can probably work it out relatively easy if we're using the same venue again right yeah i mean we did it last year two weeks after dragon con which would be september 16th to the 18th if we do it again this year the same same thing which i think i would i would prefer yep um i'm sure that's over some set of holidays that we'd be ruining people's lives for. But do you have a uh, do you have that calendar of things that make Jews angry? When is I don't. Uh when skint is having no money or penniless in British slang. Um Did you look that up on your calendar of things that make Jews <coughs> angry? I did. It makes Jews angry when the people that they want to be ripping off don't have any money. Pax East is in I thought Pax East March. was in like January. March. Uh, where where's Pax West? It's in like September, right? Fuck, I don't know. Isn't it the same date as Dragon Con? Isn't it always the same? It's like a holiday weekend, and it's always the same weekend as Dragon Con. It, but not this year. That's what I'm, that's why I'm checking. Oh. <sighs> well, why are you looking up a date that is n- you know is not when Dragon Con is? 
because I want to see if it if it's the weekend after, then it, people could go to Dragon Con, then PAX, then KOL Con. Is what I think, you know? Oh yeah, we do have to worry about that if we're gonna have front play because he always plays at PAX. Yes. Right? So yeah. Why? That is worth checking. Okay. Why is when I look at when I do a Google search for PAX, there's nothing about PAX West. It's just PAX East. I mean, if you just go to Penny Arcade's website. Yeah, but I'm. Maybe I should instead of just doing PAX, I should, I should type in Penny Arcade. This is this is good radio is what this is. Yeah, wow. Even the PAX site is just I know, right? What is the deal? What is the deal with all these terrible signs? Anyway, we'll figure it out pretty soon. (laughs) Sharif Del Monte says, Hi, I've been playing all the Zeldas lately, and after another wonderful jaunt through Majora's Mask, I was wondering, do you know of any other video games that have a similar theme? That is to say, the relationship between a clock and NPC characters or events? Old School Ultima has some moon phase stuff, but aside from that, I don't know of any games that have a similar concept to the Bomber's Notebook. Well, I mean, I don't know that I've ever played another game that that's whose conceit was you were playing through the same period of time over and over again a la, oh oh there was the Groundhog's Day uh, point and click adventure game that'd be kind of funny if I don't it existed. think that that actually existed um, was that a text message saying that our guests have arrived <sighs> yeah I, <clears throat> I, I went to excruciating detail in various emails to tell them how and where to go when they landed. Right. And I just got a text me like, what is your address? How should we get there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you write things down yes. and give them to people so that people will have information. And the, the critical flaw in your reasoning is in assuming that people will read anything. That yeah, that's ever. true. I'm you know what? The same thing bugs me, and I am even guilty of asking you for information that you've already sent. There's that, and, I mean, I then have the same problem where you will be like, you will, like, write something down and present it to me, and I will just have not read it for some reason, and I don't know why. Reading is hard. Emo Squirrel says, is there any chance of a 2012 event being or going to be planned by Jick? Uh, No, because there's not going to be a 2012 well, there will be. There won't be a 2013. No, there won't be a 2012 because the world is going to end in like March or something of this of this year. Why? I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> what? Why are you calling me Jesus? I, I don't know. Jesus. Uh, toy full girl, scurf. I hope you guys are working on at least three new events for this year. They don't have to be as large as Big's Dig turned out to be. Perhaps something more like the Rock Monsters from last year. Any chance? Yeah, probably. There'll be some events. Um, hot stuff is now texting. Texting the pretentious artist. You should tell him, read your email, dick knob. <laughs> Call him a dick knob. He is totally going to get here in the middle of the show. Well, he's not coming here. That's oh, the yeah, whole point. Yeah. Right. Uh, Moxious Mouse says a recent show mentioned a blacklist of things that Schrodinger's thermos won't produce. Could you give us a rundown of what is on there and why those items were chosen? Uh, huh. Where is that at? Let me let me check the code and we'll see. There was a list that we posted in the um, in the wikigasm. If you want me to look that up. Was there? Yeah, because we had to talk about it. Remember? <coughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I will look that up. If you want to look up the actual item IDs or something. 
$10 gives you 800 points, says DMAG, so 80 points would be a dollar. Oh, that's cheap. Yeah. I'll pay a dollar for basically anything. I would pay a dollar for a button that I could push that would make a fart noise. You know, I would not actually pay a dollar for that. I don't think I would even... I don't think I would put a fart app on my phone even if they paid me a dollar. So, did Schrodinger's thermos or the taco? Both. Well, okay, so things that we did were like... So in the thermos, no tiny plastic sword drinks, right? Because... Yeah, none of those, none of the, like, the steel foods or drinks right. were important. Um, old quest items we removed. Um, things that were marked food that you couldn't actually eat, like gloomy black mushrooms and oily golden mushrooms and stuff like that. Huh, okay. Uh, those were some of them. We removed, I think we removed, uh, things that gave you the evil effects, like the evil boring spaghetti and stuff. Evil prawn manicotti. Uh, we removed stuff like also booze that you could you couldn't actually drink like the Inno beer and the Atorian battle scar. Um, <clears throat> uh, we removed the white label gin, which is like the that was the in the adventurers kit that yeah, was given with out. The, the Dragon Con. Yes. Was it Dragon Co- Con? Gen Con. Gen Con. Yeah. Um, I didn't finish sending this. Just a bunch of little stuff. It was not a lot. There was very little. Thing. We, I think you, they currently cannot turn into themselves, which made me a little sad because I had made them really awesome foods and boozes, and uh, and I was just I like the idea of you occasionally like just oh God. And now he is trying to call me. Do, I mean, they know that we're I know recording them. It's really frustrating that no matter how hard you try to get everybody else's ducks in a row, they just fucking kick ducks in every direction and then ask you to help them catch their ducks. Yeah. Does that frustrate you? It I does. I imagine it would frustrate me if I were at all as judicious as you or, or the kind of person who would actually try to make other people's lives easier. What I like to do is make other people's lives harder, uh, mostly by uh, making, uh, making the room that they're in smell worse. You think? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. I'll uh, continue reading questions while you deal with this Thank hassle. You. <laughs> Dead Ned says... <laughs> that we love so much. <laughs> what? That we love so much. Like, you know, you call him an asshole discri- indiscriminately, but we actually I love said him. this hassle. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> this asshole. Well, you deal with this asshole, yeah. No, I would never... Wow. Oh, okay. No. I misheard that. That's funny. Uh... Betrayer asks, if we saw Devil, it is worse than most sci-fi original movies in plot and acting. Why was that movie allowed to exist? Why are they giving M. Night Shyamalan a huge pile of money to make five more? Why do they keep giving M. Night... I mean, his movies must keep making money. Was I... Signs... Was No, I'm sorry. Was The Phenomenon... The Happening? The happening. Was, was Phenomenon a box office failure? Because I like some John Travolta uh, flowers for Algernon. Um... <laughs> I actually really did like that movie a lot. What, Chutron? The Happening? Oh, it was not bad. I wonder if The Happening was a profitable movie. I'm I bet looking it, it up right now. You are. I'm going to see... Well, I, uh, yeah. I'm using the magic of the internet. Uh, yeah, it made money. The Happening made money. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why. Because... It was not a lot of money. But because it we, money. the American viewing public, collectively, do not deserve good movies because we keep giving our money to shitty ones. <sighs> Yeah, we can. Fucking Transformers 3. You know, 
I was excited about... I was watching a movie, and there was a preview for Transformers 3, and until I found out that it was a preview for Transformers 3, I was like, what is this? This looks fucking awesome. And wow. He's, his movies have grossed overall a billion dollars. Yeah. So that's why. That's why the studios keep giving him money to make terrible fucking movies. Leading the Water was his biggest flop at $42 million lifetime gross. Compared to its budget of what? Uh, that's a good question. Um, its budget of $70 million. Huh. $30 million loss. Happening was a four, like a $50 million budget and it made $65 million. Um, Signs, God, Signs made $227 million. Signs, I just get angry every time I think about that movie. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Sixth Sense was a $40 million movie that made almost $300 million. Last Airbender, which just was panned, wow, cost $150 million to make. Mm Mm-hmm. And has only made 131 so far domest- huh. domestically, which I still just don't oh, wow. understand. Foreign, uh, the foreign gross is 187 million dollars. So it's worldwide gross. It's made much, much money. It just wasn't that bad. I, I like, I would watch it a hundred times before I would watch Signs once. Like seriously, huh? If you, if you said. I am either going... Well, uh, no, signs, maybe. The signs was, like, okay up until... Up until it got fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And just insultingly bad. Yeah. Ugh, man. I don't know that I would actually... Like, it depends on the it depends on the terms of this bargain, right? If they said, you have to watch The Last Airbender every day for a week, or you have to watch Signs once, <laughs> I think I would probably watch The Last Airbender every day for a week. Oh, PAX is in August this year. PAX, the real PAX. The real PAX. PAX Prime, as they were starting to call it. Slim Shady. Interesting. Uh, Lizard King says, I'm curious how many people sided with Uncle Ormination. Are results posted anywhere? Was it brought up on the radio show? Why don't I check that? Uh, What is this? C10 killed Mr. Ormination versus C10... Where is this? Killed Uncle Crimbo. Uh, 30 days starting today. Uh, It looks like about five times, no, about four times as many people in general killed the abomination versus killed Uncle Crimbo. So, yeah. 80% 80% of the KOL player base. Four out of five doctors. Identifies as good. Or anti corporate, at least. Ah, uh, boy. <clears throat> Continuing on. Why are the adventure gains for the basic pasta dishes so swingy? Boring Spaghetti has a range of 4 to 11 adventures. Painful Penny has a range of 5 to 12 adventures. Is that still will, the case? I will gladly fix those. Yeah, I'm just surprised that that didn't get changed. Yeah, I don't know that I got... I, ha- I don't know what my criteria was. For reducing ranges? Yeah. Yeah, it totally is 4 to 11. Just change that right now. Do 6 to 9. Okay. And, uh... 
because I think that's the one that they they re- like end up having to deal with. Uh, and what was the other one? Painful Penny of five to twelve, so make that seven to ten. If there's that's anything else, not five to twelve. Oh, it's not. No. What is it? Five to eleven. Oh. Well, so make it seven to nine. Seven to nine. Yeah. <coughs> <clears throat> what we should do is just look through and see what things have ranges like that. Yeah, that's that's sad. Um, I mean, is there also like spaghetti with skull heads and stuff like that? Is that all, all do people care those, about those? I don't know. Because I mean, ravioli I, della hippie is the same. Boat. Yeah, I'll change they, that they, one. they are. I mean, so I I think that the reason it comes up with boring spaghetti in particular is because that's a thing that, like, maybe you definitely get. Delicious spicy noodles has a seven adventure range. I thought we, I thought we reduced a lot of these. I, yeah, I don't know. For this whatever reason, I, could, I didn't get to it. Weren't you gonna? We we talked about a scheme based on their quality. Yeah, but I think we we ran into some. This is sort of a stopgap for now. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Children's meal of the damned. That's great. Yeah. These are. Okay. I'm adjusting these. I'll write. I'll write a report. To, okay. To just give us a list of the ones with big ranges. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know. <clears throat> I think that the reason that these come up is because these are the ones that people actually eat and run. Hmm. Hell Ramen from 22 to 28, I think, is okay, right? Because it's such a huge number. Although you may could tighten it, I guess. I would probably may, if I were looking at that right now, I'd probably go twenty three to twenty seven. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, King Stupid says two questions for you, gentlemen. The March item of the month, Lewis Carroll, Alice's Adventures content vector. Tapped out with the Looking Glass. Will we see a change in this theme? What's your vector, Victor? Ah, oh, hell, I don't know. I'm guessing we could come up with new. Uh, we could come up with more Alice in Wonderland stuff, if we had to. Maybe. Yeah, we could focus on some individual aspect, right? That's a good question, though. We did kind of... We did go pretty exhaustively. Isn't March supposed to be experimental, anyway? May. May is experimental? Mm-hmm. Okay. So March is Alice in Wonderland, and May is experimental. Yeah. You know, doing... We would not probably do an Alice in Wonderland zone, but I could see doing another Alice in Wonderland familiar... We could just theme it on American McGee's Alice. We could uh, theme it on American Apparel's. It could just be a, a a woman dressed like a whore. That's that's possible. Yeah. And its equipment would be, I don't know, some sort of titless tank top. Huh. You know, not like a like assless chaps. It's not like chaps for somebody who doesn't have an ass. Right. It's chaps without an ass in them. How would that work? It's just kind of like an anti-bra. Uh, well, I mean, there's... Uh, I'm probably using the wrong word. Aren't there bustiers that, like, lift the boobs but still expose them entirely? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if... Uh, you know. I mean, if you wore a corset with nothing else, it'd be kind of like that. Right. I mean, because they definitely... Like, there's definitely... I mean, in the same like, way that a sh- like belt a shelf. doesn't cover your tits. A pants. A pant. A pant doesn't. Uh, King Stupid also asked, Tome skill summons. Are you still planning on making a change to those skills for aftercore use to be able to perform those summons three times each, or did Hot Stuff veto that one? Veto? Murderize you? Oh, I see. Veto. Like, Veto Corleone. 
he didn't veto it. I like. I think he just pointed out to me that it didn't work the way that I thought it did anymore. We we made it so. It used to be that you could only use one tome, right? But then we made it so you use the tome three times. Yeah. Uh, so I can, can use, use it three tomes. times. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that makes it much harder. It really doesn't, actually. It doesn't make it harder to do. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, we can. That's our power. Schlurp says, uh, never mind, I see it was answered last time. Substitute question, how many gas stations are there in the United States? That's like that. Interview. Isn't that one of the Google interview questions? They don't care if you're right. They just want to, they want you to talk through it. That's an excellent question. They want to see, they want to see what your, you know, what your reasoning process is, or at least that's what I've, it's like that's the sort of canonical uh, Google, Google interview questions interview, is the first is the top hit interview question yeah uh, and like the Microsoft internet question or internet the Microsoft internet question why are manhole covers web pages why are manhole covers round so they can't fall through the hole yeah what's up smarty pants is that, I mean but is that the answer I think so yeah huh that would suck if they did fall through the hole. <laughs> Uh, Luxander says HP gains and losses are always marked with a black heart that says HP. Could we have gains and losses somehow differentiated? Upside down heart for a loss? Eh, no. No. <clears throat> In 2008, there were 115,223 gas stations. Only 106,000 of them had convenience stores, though. Huh. Convenience stores in gas stations have been going up dramatically. In the past 10 years... Ten years ago, it was like 64%, and now it's like 94% have convenience stores in the gas stations. That that matches my experiences. Having having done a lot of, like, cross-country trips in the last, you know, over the last 20 years, that's, yeah. I could definitely see it being on a curve like that. It was, it's always, it's really sort of striking now to find a gas station that doesn't, you know, sell cigarettes and candy bars at least yeah that's weird it's may 21st 2011 uh according to snuff style 420 is when the world will end may 21st yeah huh because of jesus yeah huh uh epicurean quaker says was the artful balancing that went into this item of the month a response to the brokenness of the facts well, since this item of the month was completely designed by me and the fax machine was completely designed by Hot Stuff, I don't think I'm say it no. is fair to say that the com- it was completely designed by me. I came up with the idea and then walked away and you guys did a bunch of stuff with it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, I was in Iceland. Also, wasn't the Swiss Army knife kind of your idea? Or was yeah. it Riff? I think... Th- it, I mean, it was definitely a team effort. <clears throat> I think the theme of an I- a knife was my idea. We talked about a physical foldable. Yeah. We talked about, and we had a bunch of different ideas, and I don't know how we got to like. Most of the forms were you and Scully and Riff, I think. Yeah. No, they definitely were. So. Um, Scully, Scully nailed it. He had a lot of really funny ideas. Yeah. Like the a lot of the ones that I like the most were just. Okay. I used most of his list, from the brainstorming. I used fewer of mine. Um, the one thing that I was really hoping for that we didn't use was some sort of thing that would worked really well underwater. Yeah. I'm just trying to get people, you know, give yeah. people tools for the underwater when that becomes the only thing people are going to do for six months. Someday. 
Someday. This year. We got it on our list for this year, but it was also on the list for last year. Yeah, but this year you wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a whiteboard. We haven't gotten any of the things done that were supposed to get done in January. It's the 6th. Yeah? That's one-fifth of the way through the fucking month, man. Yeah, and how many beers have we drunk? The month is 20% over. Yes, and we're way under, way under 20% through our beer list. Yeah, okay. We're fucked. You're right. Uh, any thoughts? Says Clingy Bun Fistolvase. Uh, <laughs> that's a good name. I like any word. I like a name with fist in it. And face? No, just fist. It doesn't have face. It's so like fistol. Do you, do you like fistula? Uh, any thoughts on the next garden item? And if so, will it be a Dwight Schrute reference-laden beat patch? I'm saying it's a year away. Um, we don't want to. We don't want to step on that pumpkin patch just yet. Uh, also, I don't watch television. No, I don't. I don't know anything about the, the American Office really. Like, I don't know enough about it to reference it. I don't know enough about the British one to reference it either because I always fall asleep when I try to watch it. The British Office. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think I always decide to watch it when I'm really tired. Oh, because it's it's good. I've not seen the American one. The American one's funny. I mean, I definitely like it. Yeah. From what I, you know, I've seen five minutes of it here and there. I don't think I've ever seen an entire episode. I was concerned because not having seen it, I was concerned because Ricky Gervais is such, like, the heart of what makes mm-hmm. the British one so good that I was just like, how are they going to find? Steve Carell just totally owns it in his own way, though. Yeah. And it's different. It's, yeah. It's more of a sitcom and less, you know, it's more of just like really over the top than just, like. Because you, you don't like, know someone like Steve Carell. You do know someone like Ricky Gervais. The British, like, it's just, like, so painful to watch at times. Like, it's, it's just, he is such a master of, like, these really awkward situations that you're just, like, cringing while you watch, but yet it's still funny. Uh, Julian says, any signs of a new spleen familiar on the horizon? And then uh, Reverend Noodleson says what I would say, which is, uh, check back in June. Uh... What? Oh, dear Lord, don't get a rocket stick. They don't cut you off when you go over the limit. They just hike your rates. I got a bill for over $1,000 because Rogers fucked me in the ass. What is he talking about? I don't know. Uh, Hippo King asks about the Daily Dungeon vending machine. One of these days, buddy. One of these days. Um... Zarufan1 says, What's on the Power That Bees agenda now that the lunacies of Crimbo are over and done with? I gotta do the artwork for Scully's new post-gate friars quest, and then I think that's basically it on that. So that'll roll pretty soon. Um, we're working on... I'm working on a knob revamp and some new content there. Uh, some other stuff you guys don't know about. and Some stuff I don't want to tell you about. Drakefly suggests a much simpler way of handling the mushroom plots. Yeah. Azulian asks if I've ever beaten slash ascended in NetHack. Nope. Not even close. I have made it to Gehenna like twice. Do you use any guides? No, not really. I just play and, you know, it's like I've gotten as good at NetHack as I'm going to get. I don't typically starve to death anymore. Sometimes I'll look at spoiler files to see what things are safe to eat. I think... I think I got so frustrated starting off NetHack, getting hungry and dying, and then trying to eat things and getting poisoned and dying, that I was like, this game is just stupid. And it was, in reality, it was just me that was stupid. 
I don't think that makes you stupid. <laughs> I think that means just don't you weren't born knowing how to play NetHack. Yeah, I wasn't willing to put the effort in. Hastifier says, or Hastifer, will there ever be a booze recipe involving pulverized stuff? I ask because there are already cooking recipes, which means there has to be a booze recipe or life just isn't fair. Has that been asked before? Uh, maybe it could be a specialty beer, like green beer and bloody beer, only differenter. Wad beer. Beer wads. Um, yeah, I don't know. We just haven't... We didn't do any booze with it. I could imagine making some, you know, drinks that were like the elemental mains. Does anybody eat those? I don't know. I don't... I don't know. It's a lot of effort in a run, and I don't know that it's it's worth it outside of a run. Uh, Adiabatic says, I've just started to work on a browser-based RPG of my own, although I'm not sure if it'll ever see the light of day. One question that's come up somewhat early on is the role of unit tests. I suspect they might be handy to ensure that model classes don't act funny if I change their insides, but I don't know if I'd be able to get any use out of them for view or controller type things. Do you guys use them at all? And if so, do they tend to be concentrated in some parts of the game more so than others? I had no idea what any of those were. Didn't understand that question even a little yeah. bit, and I'm not sure if it was a joke or if it was a real question. I think it is a real question. So one thing, one thing that people don't, uh, there is there is this constant sort of friction uh, between people who write applications that have to exist in a production environment, and people who are like good trained programmers with computer science degrees and it is that like the right way to do things would be for KOL to be all object oriented and there'd be like skill objects that interact with actor objects that monsters and players are subclasses of or whatever but in the real world you can't do object oriented code in PHP if there are going to be more than five people playing your game. Yeah, the, because the, it just scalability, the scalability is a yeah. major question. So there's like, I mean a, I know fuck all about programming. I mean, I, like, that's not exactly true. I mean, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a, I'm not a bad programmer, but I am a decidedly primitive programmer. And you like to use primitives? I do, like string primitives, mm -hmm. and the rod primitive from Tron 2.0, um, which I've not seen yet. Oh god, it's so good. No, the game 2.0. Oh, <laughs> you're thinking of Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy is okay. I, th I think of the movie as 2.0, which is weird. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's bad. It. Yeah. It's uh, you know what will be nice for you? Watch Tron Legacy, and then eventually play Tron 2.0, and oh. then you'll understand. Oh, yeah, this We're is ramping what they should up. have done. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I've I've written some object-oriented code. I've taken like I've taken some college programming classes, right? So I like know how I know how all of that stuff works on a conceptual level. It's just KOL was never going to be that way, you know. Yeah. Part partially because when we started working on this, when I started working on this, I had no idea what direction it was going to go. You know, I mean, there's like randomly selected things to be stored in the database versus things to be hard coded, and you know, it just it, like, and then all of the decisions since then have been made to make the game run faster or to make it easier for multiple people to work on. You know, when I when I hired a bunch of people who weren't programmers, having to have you know tools in place for people to be able to work on the game without knowing how to write the code was important, and uh, you know, I had certain things just you know certain things like I still have to edit directly in the database, like changing the inventories of NPC stores. That has to be done with just direct database manipulation. 
with PHP. My you also can't even you can't even use a keyboard when you do it. You have to do it just with your mind. Yeah, that's that's part of the problem. I think. Yeah, that's why we don't update the, <coughs> the inventories of it. I mean, that's why I stopped doing Uncle P's maps. Yeah, your your brain was too taxed. Uh, Casey Wiederman says, I'm also really interested in this and all things related to the inner workings of games. I'm fascinated by whatever output either of you could produce in response to such a question. Uh, yep. Did he, huh. How do you go about... Uh, Sujik and Hot Stuff and Riff and Adiabatic. How do you go about developing new ways of obscuring data for direct player interaction to feed slash bait the spader in all of us? Is this a deliberate action or more often an unexpected result of erstwhile aims? I will often not display numbers if I think they would confuse people. And so people who care about what the exact numbers are yeah. have like, to. We come at this from very them. different desires. Like you really want to hide stuff. I you, actually want you to very hide information. Want to put stuff in that is deliberately like honey honey pots for yeah. people to enjoy the game in the way that you enjoyed the game, yeah. which was to try and figure out like what everything the does. puzzle of how how do I set up conditions so that I can test to find out what these numbers are. Yeah, I think that with straightforward stuff, especially anymore, I am very much of a mind to tell you what... I mean, because in playing games, I don't like having to make a choice and not, not having why. any data on which to base my decision of which sure. thing is better. You know, which yeah, of I mean, I think my impulse is, is not a good one sometimes. Maybe even most of the time. Um, but I think it is important that there be some realms of things for spade-style players to ex to encounter. You know, I think people enjoy people enjoy sort of figuring some stuff out on their own. And like the trick is in a, in this game where everything is posted immediately to the wiki, how do you tailor experiences for people to sort of figure something out individually? It was I, I remember one of the best times I can, you know, that I had with the game was after we finished Ascension um, and rolled it out to the public and watching those first six or eight hours of people playing and trying to figure out how to get to the top of the Sorceress Tower and beat the Sorceress and stuff like that. It was just, it was super gratifying to see, like, people making progress and people getting frustrated and, like, all the things people were trying and, like, I don't know. Like, that, and everybody was involved. Like, everybody, there were thousands of people logged in at once, like 2,000 people, I think. It was super slow. Yeah. <laughs> and, but people loved it, you know. They, well, I mean, there were definitely people who were frustrated, but people, I think, really enjoyed trying to figure out the puzzle when there was no answer. There was, Yay, the answer wasn't out Selden. there. Yeah, and then, you know, and Selden was the first one to, 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 to figure it out and actually beat her. And then, aren't, aren't there some people with horrible <coughs> names that are also in that list? Uh, probably. I'm going to look. I'm going to go into town, into the museum. Oh, because it's in the museum. That's right. It is in the museum. Yep. Um, yeah, so, like, if I could, if I could replicate that kind of experience every month or week or whatever, I, I totally would. It's just, I don't think we can, like, that was, you know, months of effort to get that kind of eight-hour sort of rush that I feel like the entire community had all at once. Yeah, the third you know? Ascension ever was performed by Anal Avenger. <laughs> no, Anal Avenger. No. Did Chunky Feces do one? Anyway. Um, Icefall5 says, Why does Michigan have its own time zone setting? It follows normal Eastern time. I looked this up, and apparently there are a handful of counties in Michigan that are on central time instead of huh. 
Eastern time. Uh, that list was created via some open source bullshit, I'm sure, that Xenophobe <laughs> found back in the day. The Nuge says, so far, uh, so the four, so four of the first five quests have been revamped. Mosquito, Tavern, Bat Spires. Are there any more major revamps, a la Tavern and Woods planned, or minor ones like the bats? Are there even revamps planned? What? Uh... Will they go in general quest order, or could we see, hypothetically, say, a MacGuffin revamp before an Orc Chasm revamp? For example, I honestly don't think the Orc Chasm needs revamping, but I can see where it would be difficult for new players. I think that the Orc Chasm quest more desperately needs a revamp than anything else in the game, except maybe the Naughty Sorceress. Yeah, I mean, now that we've taken the meat car out of the necessary chain, I think the Orc Chasm is probably where people get stuck the most. Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, I feel like more people were capable of figuring out the meat car on their own than are no, capable I, I of figuring know. out. Because there's I know, but I think... It, no. the how meat the car... fuck are you supposed to know how to make any progress in the level There are a lot of hints available to you if you want. Are there? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, you to going to the pirates is spelled out in a couple of different hinty ways. Where are pirates? Well, that's that you have to figure out. Yeah, that's the problem. How do you get to some pirates? Hey, where are the pirates? They're on there's the a, island. How do you get to the island? Uh, oh, you go to the desert. Of course. Like, yeah. yeah, it's fucking horrible. It's horrible. It's it's convoluted. I will grant you that. I can't... I will grant I, like, you that I'm it so is convoluted. I'm so angry at myself from six years ago for letting it... Yep. Letting it happen like this. Yeah. It's all... It, it is all... Yeah. Everything has cascaded down from, like, five or six possible things that there were to do. You know, that were just made up in the space of a few seconds, implemented in the space of a few minutes, and rolled out. Are you, uh, are you continuing to make arra- the arrangements that you already made? Uh, yeah. Over I was just over. checking in to make sure that they had founded the BART. I They're see. getting on now. Okay, so that'll, that'll work out. We'll, we'll get done with this. I'll maybe try to stitch the show together and upload it, and then we'll head over for some delicious sausages and delicious or beers. Uh, <clears throat> Grin Grim says, uh, "Wait, anyway." Uh, he continues. Was this question asked? Revamps, additional content, consumables, crimbo, etc., have all been awesome. Go you, you fancy things, you. The I'm I'm tempted to work on some, because I'm hung up on the knob. I'm tempted to start working on something else just to like get it done in that kind of procrastination phase. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, my my plan is to make the core game as simple as possible. You know, I, I think that's that's a good direction right now. Just have it kind of spell out what you're meant to do, and make the make the tricky things tricks and not parts of the core experience. So you know, for an ascender, you still have to go get the dictionary and shit because that's going to be faster than building the bridge out of big dicks. Um, but a normal person, yeah, I through the game the first time doesn't know that. I love I love the mechanism where the current the current solution is the obscure one, and we make a much longer, much Not more obvious. Much longer, just I think I think much longer. Well, it doesn't have to be much longer, but I think yeah, like something that is significantly longer. Even if it was ten turns longer. Sure, sure. It still accomplishes what we want. Um, Gringrim says, not a question as such, but the Wang badly needs to be a one-handed club. Any chance of you making it happen? Boy, I don't know. 
And Dorn again also writes, 80 points is $1. Um, Microsoft claims it's not 100 to $1 because they can sell the points for different currency amounts in different countries and still have a standardized price for Xbox Live. The majority of their customers are not American, so they, huh. so they can probably set that particular rate to obfuscate the true price for impulse purchases. Even if you know 80 points is $1, 800 feels less like $10 if you're not thinking about it. I've spent over five hours on Epic Dungeon. It's pretty fun. Yeah, Sleepy Worm also recommended really heavily, uh, really highly Costume Quest. Um, I've heard other good things about that. Yeah, and I, you know, that's I. I'd, I'd For like, whatever reason, I'd like to be able to play video games. You know. Uh, Blue Scream says the hundred percent familiar equipment idea is the most exciting hypothetical since the used spell books. Do it. Um. Stupak says, "Jick, I was referencing this." Oh, Stupak, when I'm in the Bay Area next month, you should totally come visit. We'll play Agricola and watch Arrested Development. Because he was talking about how he didn't like Arrested Development. That was it. He he has seen it and doesn't like it, or he's yeah. he knows of it and doesn't like it? He has like seen it. it and doesn't like it. Ah, man. What what is wrong with you, Stupak? Sleepy Worm says, I have seen many square manhole covers in Shanghai. Why are manhole covers square? Are you sure that it wasn't just because you were looking at them with round eyes? Um... Well, it's possible that they use some other... Maybe maybe they're made out of plastic and not giant, heavy... They're actually styrofoam manhole covers. Yes. <laughs> so they just, just break as soon as a car runs over them. Or do you walk over them, yeah. Or a rickshaw. Mm-hmm. What are they, how do they get around in Shanghai? I think rickshaws. Bicycles, probably. Mostly horse-drawn carriages, carriages if uh, Shanghai Noon is... Uh, which yeah. is my primary historical reference... Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. Actually, I think Shanghai Noon does not take place in Shanghai at all. And I don't know if Shanghai Nights does either. But I mean, Jackie Chan is in it, so that's that's like it's taking place somewhere. Uh, I thought Shanghai Noon was good. I enjoy I enjoy a, a an Owen Wilson movie. And yeah, no, I liked it. I it mean, he's funny. the same in everything, and I like you know Jackie Chan kicking dudes. Yeah, me too. And flicking broomsticks around with his feet and smacking dudes in faces. Um. Yeah, so we got radio buzz bars. Buzz bars. Yep. So I guess we're not taking that uh, that uh, music break you were talking about. Oh yeah, that was a you putting your shoes on break. Well, it was that and like get another know, beer. Exactly, doing the two beer thing during two, the show. Two beer. <sighs> uh, let's see. We've got a lot of beer drinking to do, sir. We do. Potionator says, what's Jake planning to do in San Francisco besides shitting on the sidewalks? Oh, that's a good question. You have been shitting on the sidewalks yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's all I've done so far since I got here. Um, yeah, it's it's strange that you have so many projects that really are, aren't overlapping. You're like, I'm going to have this liquid diet, and then I'm supposed to shit on the sidewalks. Like, that's Those are just two things that d- don't go well together. Yeah, because I, when I shit on the sidewalk, I like for it to be some well-formed turds, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't want like, to look firma. like somebody spilled a chocolate milkshake. That's kind of funny. <clears throat> um, what else? What else are we doing? We, like, unlike previous years, we have a bunch of guests coming this year. Since we feel like we own the place now. Yeah. We we bought San Francisco mm-hmm. from the mayor. Thanks for donating, guys. Yeah. From the mayor, <laughs> who had previously owned it. Yeah. No. Uh, mostly, I just wanted to meet him so that I could meet his cousin, Joanna Newsom. That's true. Yeah. We went into the pirate store. Yeah. Uh, and there was a book in there by 
San Francisco's mayor, Gavin Newsom, and they were playing Joanna Newsom on the on the radio. Wow, really? Or on the stereo in there, yeah. That's weird. It was weird. Um, pirate store is pretty cool. I've never been there. You can still buy lard. I've been I've been outside it. We gotta go there. We gotta go to Paxton Gate. Um, okay. Yeah, you've done all these things in San Francisco that I have not done. I know. You should be cooler. Uh, well, yeah. You should hang out with cooler kids to teach you about cool things and cool tapes. You should listen to cool tapes while you're here. That is true. Uh, my it is my it is my goal to spend a lot more time at Mission Cliffs. Yeah, this we're year. gonna climb a lot of rock walls in a tall building. Climb three times a week, and then I'm just gonna go there every other day to like work out. Yeah, you juice your pecs. Yeah, nothing I'd... wrong with juicing your pecs. <coughs> exactly. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna work out my right arm though. Cool. Just the right side of my body. Yeah. Did I've you Did you ever see Lady, Lady in the Water? Seen Lady okay. In the water. Never mind. I think it was a flop because of that. It was really weighted. The movie was really it heavily was, weighted to one side. It was, yeah. It was a children's story. It was like it was like the story that M. Night would tell his kids, and he made it into a movie, which I think is kind of. I think that's kind of neat, actually. You know. I guess. I mean, if by neat you mean wanky. I don't know. So I, uh, I like that idea. We uh, there was a the puzzle that we were uh, the the NPR puzzle from before. I, I made kind of a funny uh, discovery. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The the puzzle was name a famous American from the past who, if you take their last name, take the last two letters of their last name and then the first four letters of their last name, and that spells out what their occupation was. And uh, the, when cor- I was the correct with, answer was Thoreau, right? Who was an author? An author. Uh, yeah. But what I what I came up with was uh, Jennifer Aniston, the famous Onanist. <laughs> Which doesn't quite work, but it's awesome. Yeah, it doesn't work, and she's also not really an American from the past, unless you consider 1990 to be the past. I mean, yeah, she's she's kind of... I, I assumed that that meant that it was constrained to people who were no longer living. Oh. Interesting. Uh, so as someone not an American from the past. You know, you can't say that, like, Meatloaf is a musician from history. <laughs> Even though it's technically true. It is true. Yeah, but you wouldn't say that. Because it's offensive to Mr. Loaf. Uh, boy, I read this Onion AV Club interview with, uh, what the fuck is his name? Gavin w- Dunkled, Dunkloud. W. Emmett Barnes. Uh, something. <laughs> uh, the guy who played Dan Doherty on Deadwood and Warren, the retarded brother on There's Something About Mary. Uh, that dude is a smart dude. And he has a he has a sexy accent. So I don't know if it's a sexy accent. I, li- I like listening to him talk. He's a, like, I like it when smart people have country accents. Huh. Because I like the I like the idioms, um, but not necessarily the ignorance. Right. You don't like the idiots. You like the idioms, but not the, the idiots. Idioms, but not the idiots. I don't like I, li- I like the um, biglots, but not the bigots. Oh, nice. I don't know. Yeah. What's a biglot? Someone who speaks two languages. Speaks two language. Do you know what the term is for somebody who speaks one language? Uniglot. American. Oh. <laughs> burn. <laughs> I know. Oh, sick burn, buddy. Um, Bunk says if Xenophobe hasn't worked for you in the last few years why does he still have a secret store I heard there was a secret store that (laughs) Peter stocked and it pleased the lord but you don't really care for bargains do you Uh, yeah I don't know we just haven't, haven't updated that code I guess a secret store Captain Spam says, since we didn't get a combination Jarlsberg Valentine's Day like the calendar promised does this mean we won't get a Feast of Boris St. Patrick's Day Huh. What do you mean a 
as the calendar promised. Well, because it was Valentine's Day. It was in-game Valentine's Day on January 1st. We're not we're not going to do every Yeah. There's oh, too Jesus. many There are too many KOL holidays. I could see maybe Feast of Boris St. Patrick's Day like you can That's going to be weird, right? I mean, maybe we you know we come up with a couple of additional. We came up with two different Feast of Boris monsters that drop you know fermented gravy. That's gross. Gravy schnapps. Um, Southwest says when you're given ferns for these quests in your guild, the NPC says they'll mark the location of the cemetery on your map, but you don't get that cool new area unlocked box. Yeah, I have not looked at the guild quests at all. I am scared of that code. There's so much writing hard-coded into conversations with those NPCs, and I just... God, I just don't want to... Like, talking to C.D. Moyer about doing some kind of, you know, animations on those guys when they have a new quest for you was like, ugh, man. What I need to do is just tell C.D. Moyer to do it, because he wrote most of that anyway. Uh, GreenN72 says, Dear Jick, how did you choose who was paired with who for Crimbo? Were there criteria to have somebody as a buddy? Were there some sorts of stops in place to stop people from squealing, Hey world, I'm get Crimbo buddy. I didn't want to ruin the spirit of Crimbo by revealing my identity, so I'm curious. Great work on Crimbo. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last time. I'd have to have C.D. Moyer answer it real specifically. It kind of focused on like, it tried to find like a perfect match for you, which was somebody on your contact list with a similar level of activity. Uh, and the level of activity was determined by like the number of lines uttered in chat, or the number of times that you entered chat, or the proportion of times that you logged on that you entered chat, maybe what channel you were in, what clan you're in, how many yeah. times you played recently. We, yeah, we were tracking a little bit like, um, like what people were doing, like whether they'd done stuff recently for Crimbo. Man, there was this really cool picture. I forget where it was linked, but uh, somebody managed to get a picture oh, of yeah. the International Space Station in front of the sun during a solar eclipse. Uh, it was on, um, was it on slash point dot. Point? It's on slash dot. Yeah. yeah. So uh, somebody sent a picture of the Northern Lights from space. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that in Radio Bugbear? Uh, yes. It was Iluro Dragon. So apparently the northern lights are visible from space. They are. Sometimes you can see them from planes, too. Oh. Yeah, like... Uh. Uh, <coughs> Queenie Lad says, Is there anything, movies, books, etc., that's referenced in the game that none of you guys like? Riff was very much against me referencing Steve Urkel. When yeah, he really when was. we were finishing out the skills. And I, you know, because obviously we none of us think that Steve Urkel is funny. Yeah. Um... Play Havoc says, Desert Bus Pass looks like a taco or a hot dog. I... No. No, it doesn't. I'm gonna... I'm gonna look at this. Okay, it looks like kind of a... It kind of looks like a hot dog. Touche. Uh, this is... Havoc. This is really gorgeous, actually. Touche. Uh... Ernie R. says, At present, the Seal Clubber Nemesis Familiar damages the Mother Hell Seal parts, meaning you can't actually use it for the Nemesis Island quest. Could that be changed? 
Uh, we've gotten a tremendous number of yeah. Why complaints? The the thing is, why? What, what, you, what were you gonna why say? Why is that? Like I you guess get you get the familiar shortly before starting that part of the quest, and I think a lot of especially casual players' inclination is to Assume start is to start using something you just got. <coughs> so I totally understand that. Yeah. And like, why would a seal attack other seals? Like it just it's just it, like. It makes sense to change it if if people are inclined to do it. I'm not, like, I can't code that or whatever, so I'm not... Yeah, I mean, haven't we discussed this a bunch of times and figured out what we were going to do, and then, you know, we should start I, using Pivotal Tracker. I, I don't think that we ever decided anything. I thought we did. I thought... I remember... I specifically remember doing something that happened where it wouldn't attack anything that had the word seal in its name. Um, That doesn't... No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that would solve all the problems. But I mean, There's also just, other maybe, kinds of seals. Maybe we just talked about it and didn't do it. Why am I yeah. such a horrible manager? Um, I don't know, because that's not your primary skill set. Why are you talking like a business businesser? I don't know. Why Why do I believe that there is such a thing as a business businesser? Do you think that's, do you think that's a, a symptom of my being a terrible CEO? That's uh, possible. We need a new management manager. Uh, Marge says, why do we still have advent calendars in our campgrounds? Uh, we don't. You don't. I got rid of them. I think I did that yesterday. I really need to fucking close Crimbo down, too. I just haven't been doing any, uh... I haven't been really doing any bossing the last couple days. I forget. I think I asked Scully for feedback. Did I get feedback? I probably got feedback. Scully probably posted. Yeah, he did. Um, isn't that happening at rollover? Isn't what happening at rollover? Or is it already? Is everything done? What are you talking about? The holiday thing. Was that today? Saint Sneaky Pete's Day. Was that today? No, it's tomorrow. It's at rollover tomorrow. It's a rollover tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's the eighth. Okay. Saint Sneaky Pete's Day. So it's yeah, it's it's basically done. I haven't actually drawn the thing, but. I think I think it'll work as it is now. Um, yeah, are we just sitting here completely silent? I think we are on the radio and not making any noises. This is getting boring. <coughs> reading about uh, reading about what Scully said. Are you? Hey, we got to check in from the next DJ. I got I got totally distracted by looking at awesome pictures of the Aurora Borealis. Yeah, so stop doing that. I know, I'm sorry. I just, I love the Aurora Borealis. It's like one of my favorite things in the entire world. So Scully did, uh, Scully did do the stuff that I uh, asked him to do to finish up the Crimbo event. Um, so I think what we decided we're going to do is make it so you can find out who your yeah. Crimbo buddy is, but you don't have to. That's interesting. Like, I, do you think it need, should be, do you think both sides should have to opt in for you to be able to figure it out? No. Okay. No. I think you should get something that if you... Okay. Because what if somebody wants to remain secret? What if they're like, I don't want you to know that I gave this to you? Fuck them. Okay. All right. Yeah. Why would somebody want that? Why would somebody want to remain anonymous? I mean, maybe it was like, maybe if it, you got like a girl that you had a crush on and you, in the, in the, in the... Yeah. Safe in your assumption that she wasn't going to find out it was you, you kept sending her pictures of your boner. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I get, you know, because not everybody has as handsome a boner as me. So um, if I sent a, if I sent a gal a picture of my boner, the gal would be sure to to like me. You know, I wouldn't need to hide. I wouldn't need to hide behind the anonymity of a secret Santa to do that. 
I wouldn't put an anonymous picture of my boner in the girl's coffee. I mean, cup. it's impossible for I you to have an anonymous boner in her coffee cup. It's while anonymous. She was drinking coffee. You're, it is impossible for you to have an anonymous picture of your boner, given that you. Have I have my name written. On yeah, written your name on it. Well, still, you could blur it out. I hope that girl's coffee isn't so hot. It'll burn my boner. Yeah, my boner in her that is cup. always a danger when you. Um, <laughs> when you stick your your wang in things. Pineapple of Despair says, Dear old codgers, I'm not an old codger, could we possibly get an Igor chat effect? What would an Igor chat effect sound like? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, P.S. Thanks for the Crimbo content. Nothing like some corporate dread to celebrate the occasion. Yes, indeed. Uh, Grimdell says, I just noticed that Mr. Ace can be pulled at Mr. Store but are not labeled as a free pull at Hank's. Was there a reason for this or yeah. something on somebody's to-do list? So that you can buy stuff at Mr. Store in Run Yes. and it not be for free. Yes. Because it would become optimal to do they are, that. They're still counted as pulls. Yeah. So it would become <coughs> optimal to buy a new Mr. A Jr. No, no, no. It's not even that. It's it's You could be in Hardcore or something like that. Wait, I guess it already is optimal to do that. You could be in Hardcore, pull it, and buy stuff. When normally you wouldn't be able to, but you no, can't. No, okay, here, here's the thing. Right. I, I, I clearly don't understand why this works like this. So if, why don't I shut the fuck if up? They, and let if they were free pulls, you could just pull them, right? But we want them to count as pulls. In hardcore, you can't make any pulls unless they're free pulls, right? So instead of like instead of just using the free pull mechanism, we uh, we let you take them out of Hanks from Mr. Store, but they still count as pulls in Even case if you, you're in hardcore. In case you drop. In case you drop. Yes, okay. that's that is that is the reason. So that's that's the only reason. Right. I guess it is optimal to donate and run and get Mr. H. It is it is optimal to donate and run usually if you're if you are tr- if you are if pulls are something that you're constrained by, which in most I guess in the the super fast softcore runs, yeah. A few bit says, "Hey guys, how are the chickens? Should we be playing taps for any of them?" No, I'm assuming I they're still so. alive. Yeah. I, I think the the roomie back home would have told me if he had killed them yet. Or maybe not, though. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe he's maybe he will come home and he'll be wearing a suit made out of them. Ah, oh, that would be awesome. Or a headdress, maybe. Uh, no, he he they he he bred them, real quick. He would, he breaded the chickens. Yes, he breaded them <laughs> with a whole with enough breading. He's that it made gonna make a suit, suit out of breaded chicken. If if he made a bikini out of the chickens, you could probably. If you straightened out, if you if you flattened out and uh, tanned their guts, you could make an entire three-piece suit out of three chickens. Three piece, one chicken <laughs> per piece. A three-piece bucket. Uh, you a three-piece chicken suit. Bucket of chicken suit. Um. Reading some more. Some more questions. Old one says, "Jesus fucking Christ, that imagination joke is so fucking stupid, Jig." Well. What imagination joke? My super funny imagination jokes from... It wasn't really a single joke. It was more a theme uh-huh. of last Thursday's show with Riff. Oh. We got a lot of positive feedback about there it. Was, there was some some commentary that it was like the best radio show ever <laughs> ever recorded. Radar says, Why is meat find an attribute if you make more meat off of items than farming for meat? It would be awesome if you implement an area that gives the equivalent to eye farming the castle. What? That... Uh, Man, the idea that plus meat 
only exists for the sake of optimal effortless meat farming is a frustrating idea. It is. Like, the reason that you are confused by that is because you are not playing a game that is even a little bit similar to the game that we're making. Um, man. Uh, Captain Spam says, so when are you going to update the copyright notice on the compact interface to not say 2009 anymore? Dude, I don't know. Actually, that's, have you gone through and updated all of them? I did a bunch of them today, yeah. Um, but let me let me look at that one and see. There was one, uh, there was one page, still copyright 2004. Seriously? Yeah, that Eleron pointed out. I made that consistently use this new function that I can just update once and Thank update you. a lot of the stuff. I was going to suggest that. Yeah, wow, there is a bunch of stuff. Okay, compact menu. Why did it, why does it take me so many years? Here's a question. Can you not just grep the well directly so for copyright? Today, no. Dude, I don't know. Probably. Today I grepped <laughs> for two thousand ten <laughs> to why, update it. Why didn't you grep for copyright? Well, listen. Okay. Because clearly I wasn't thinking. Okay. Uh that's funny. Cloudstrife says, Can we please have a slash wand function or let us slash use wand? Type wand. That would be nice. Uh, can we buy Mr. A gift certificates? That would be awesome. I'd love to send my friend to Mr. A for Christmas. What? I don't understand how that works. Like in real life? Like a real life gift certificate? <sighs> you could send them a prepaid Visa card with $10 on it. Yeah, I don't... That doesn't make any you sense to me. You could send them $10 in a credit. Uh, Durdrom says, Will the big Wisniewski's item drops start to include True Grit? No. That movie was pretty good, though. Uh, w. Ron G. says, How much of a problem would it be to implement a drag-and-drop feature to the shelves in one's display case? Kind of like what happens in the trophy case at one's campsite, I meant. Uh, it would be a huge hassle right now because there isn't anything that actually stores an order. I don't think that those shelves are in. Fuck, I don't know. I don't remember why. That's all the way that it is. It probably I've probably spent more time saying why I don't want to work on that than it would have taken me to do everything that everybody ever wanted with it. <laughs> uh, Linguini Lad says, Bug or feature? The bag of tricks lengthens the everything looks yellow effect by three. Um, that is probably a bug. Yeah. Uh, bug or feature? When I try to smith three things with my jackhammer and I have no adventures left, it doesn't work. Yeah, that's... C.D. Moyer needs to fix that. Yeah. Um, you know, if all of these were object-oriented, they would all work properly. Yeah. They would work properly for the two or three people that would still be playing the game that was as mm. slow as the game would be. Yeah. <coughs> Play Havoc says, what is your day one sandwich like? Well, I did have a sandwich uh, the first day that I uh, that I was here in on this run, this hardcore San Francisco run. Yeah. Uh, it was like a... It was on a baguette that okay. was toasted. Um, was it really delicious? Like, like uh, yeah, it was it was Cuban beef sandwich. Ah, was it, it was was it cubed beef? No, no, um, it was cube and beef. It was cubes of cheese and I beef. See. I had a I had cigars. a day three sandwich. It was really pretty tasty. It was a grilled like local fresh chicken that was grilled and then put on a focaccia with like braised cabbage. And uh, an aioli. It's fucking awesome. An aioli is a mayonnaise, right? It's like a it's some kind of lemon, garlic, like a lemon mayonnaise. mayo or something. Like a gremlin mayonnaise. Let me look it up. Um, 
<clears throat> Sniping Ninja says, is there a system to the money-making game, or is it random? Oh, come on, guys. Garlic and olive oil. Sometimes egg is also added, so it's... So it's basically mayonnaise. Yeah, but it's delicious. Okay. Uh, of course there's a system to the money-making game. Give me some credit. Specific combinations of gear. God. Make you always win. Uh, uh, Wecker says, what do you think will be revamped next, the shore or the valley? I don't know. That's an excellent question. You have... Oh, the shore. Uh, you've been doing the quests in order. Yeah. And you've still got several quests to go before you get to the valley, but the the shore is part of the valley quest, effectively? But it won't be. No, I know, but I'm saying... Like, it, it, right now it is, so I'm wondering... I think you will probably do the shore first, because the valley won't be complete until the shore is changed. That is not true. Okay. As as I'm planning it now, yeah. the old way will still work. So you're you not, won't have to go to not, the shore. You're not changing the shore mechanic at all? I don't know. I probably will. Because you were talking about terrible. changing it entirely, yeah. But, the the so there's two things. You have to go there for the level 9 quest. <clears throat> which you don't know that you have to go there for the level 9 quest. It's just some bullshit that you have to do. And then you have to go there for the level 11 quest where you're explicitly told yeah. that that's what you need to do. Which is fine. So I probably won't change it. Okay. But, you know, the level 9 revamp is just going to be a different way of getting through the level 9 quest. Sure. Also, everybody says that they would never have figured out the adding up the scrolls. The only thing that I think is tricky about that is not knowing what you're supposed to add them up to. There's not that many combinations. Yeah, which is why I don't think that's necessarily a big deal. But a lot of people say they don't figure it out. They didn't figure it out when it was meat pasting, and I think I just made it harder. You made it harder by adding the monster. Because meat pasting, you could just keep trying a bunch of stuff until you figured it out. Because there's, there's only, like, a handful of different scrolls. Um, but you'd have to know to try that, which I think people just didn't ever make that intuitive leap. To meat paste scrolls together? Yeah. I guess uh, you know. You know I, it's it's hard it, for me. It's hard for me to know because I came into the game and there were hundreds of items that marked meat smithing component. You know, if you looked at it, meat pasting meat component. component. Yeah, yeah, that changed so many things. That was a very I don't really small, think it made that much of a difference though. It, but it, like, I think it did because it, it reduced the number of possible combinations from from the from trying to smith from trying to paste thousands of objects back down to like hundreds again. Remember, like, yeah. It's it's way better. It's not, you know, it's still too many. It's like, it's that Doodle God problem, right? Like, Doodle God is fun for the first ten minutes, and then you're like, seriously? You know, like, the, yeah. the the combinations get, like, I think it was up to about, like, 70 before I was like, okay, this is just too many. Yeah. Uh, Maximilian the Red says, Raffle? Mutant eggs? Depleted Grimacite gear? How? The Grim Grimacite, is, the Grim Grimacite site is gone. New <laughs> raffle prizes in 2011? This... I, I did have an idea. The site's, um... The site's gone, but there's still yeah, they still have, plenty they still have a stockpile at a much higher rate than they were selling. Stuff. Yeah, it's like De Beers. They were Sir, keeping a an De artificially, Beers. artificially low rate on things. Uh, Sir Tinkleberg says, "Speaking of bars, I have something to say about the typical tavern, but then he doesn't actually say anything." That's funny. Yeah. Perhaps we can. Uh, uh, we can quasi, quasi Stoic says, "Yes, yes, we do have ad 